Well, Graham, we've learned our lesson. We have planned ahead. Please present your joke. Okay, so hacking joke. Why are dentists really good hackers? Um, let me see. Why are dentists really good hackers? I don't know. Because they always get root access. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the other one's a little funnier. Here's yeah. this. Okay, go for it. How does a hacker vampire kill its victims? I don't know. With a kilobyte. <laughs> it's so good. It's such a satisfying joke. It's good. I don't, I like it because it's, uh, it's got multiple levels. Yeah, I was just gonna say it works on so many levels. Well, hello, Graham. Uh, good to see you again. Yeah. On the on the internet. Uh, welcome, everybody. This is the Velvet Room Review. My name is Matthew. And I'm Graham. And this week, we're going to be talking about um, a really interesting experience, uh, 2015's Hacknet. Yes. Uh, Graham, you recommended this game to me, um, I think. This is not your first time playing through. Is that correct? No, this is my second time playing through. Okay, how does it hold up from first to second time? It still really holds up. Like, everything that I remember having fun with in the original time I played through it, like, I still really enjoyed. Like, just trawling through people's computers and reading the logs and, like, feeling like a hacker. Like, that was very much still preserved. Yeah, so essentially the game is you are... The player character is basically a hacker, and you have set a set of tools um, that is ever expanding um, that you use then to hack into other servers or computers or websites for various reasons. Um, there are kind of like factions in the game. There's contract work. Um, it's it's not your typical ga- game. If I had to like put a label on it. I would maybe call it like a puzzle game. I don't know if you would agree with that. I'd agree with that. Um, because there's not necessarily a lot of like g- game play. The The gameplay is is about you solving the puzzle um, yeah. with the tools that you have. I mean, like you control the game essentially by typing commands into a command line. And like it's it's just it's very clever yeah absolutely like and and one of my favorite aspects of the game is like everything is mocked up to be like an actual like a program like when you boot the game it boots up like a computer would you get Mm -hmm. a whole bunch of lines of texts um all the servers you break into have you know random files random um ip addresses and like all these uh technical things that like if you're not really paying attention you can gloss over um but the answers to the the riddle if you will are sometimes hidden within those files you need to be you need to figure out a password or a date or an email address and what i so appreciate is that they do a good job of balancing the um n- the size of the needle and the size of the haystack, if that makes sense. Yeah. They don't put like a stupid amount of text on the screen at one time or on one server. Like it's very easy for you to 
look through everything on a computer that you've hacked into over the course of a couple of minutes and decide, okay, I am missing something here, so I need to eliminate and kind of just rework my options. Yeah, and you can, like, you can tell where things are going to be located sometimes, and, like, you know by the file extensions what things you can open and what things you can't. Um, like, toward the end, I don't know about you, but I got to the point where it's like I could just kind of, like, glance through a file directory and figure out what I needed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I have to ask, Graham, your first time around, did you ever use a guide? Um, I think there might have been one time where I got stuck, like something didn't trigger or something like that. I had to use a guide this time to solve the final mission because I forgot that you have to reply to emails to complete missions. Ah, uh, right. So I did the final mission three times before I figured that out. Oh, okay. Um, but so that was the only time I had to use a guide. I mean, it's a good mission. It was a good mission. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you have to use it? So when, um, so there's like, I would say there's two, two to three acts in the game. The, I would say the first act is like the tutorial and then you just start out as like a regular hacker. And the f end of the first act, you're asked to hack into this guy's computer who's using hacking skills for nefarious purposes. And you don't really have a choice in the matter. He catches you and he locks you out of your computer. Which, um, and so like he basically sets you back to like a, a DOS. Would it be DOS? Yeah, just a pure, no, no GUI, no visual interface. It's just the text. It's just text. And it's so incredible. I love it. It it was really interesting because it, it like it forced me, who like I'd played the game once, left, came back, so I'm like you're like an hour in, but over two sessions, it's like okay, what were all those commands again, mm -hmm. and, and what can I do here? How can I do it? And it did take me a while. Like, um, for some reason, I don't know why I did this. I knew it was the wrong thing to do. I went into my logs and deleted everything. Oh. And um, I'm not sure why I did that. But um, in the logs, I, I think the correct solution is in the logs is his IP address. Yeah. And you can use that, that address to connect to his server and then break into his server, take a user interface, and reboot your system. Yeah. Um, and so I couldn't do that. And so I was having a hard time getting myself out of that situation so i did in that situation google how do i get out of this um and i was able to find just a dummy ip that was early on in the game to connect to and steal the interface um the cool thing was the interface looked awful so then i was then i had to hack into his computer steal my interface back hmm. um and i will admit i also used a guide uh, i would say probably a couple of times throughout the game yeah. um, just because I had missed something or I wasn't quite sure what I was supposed to be doing or I thought I had completed the mission but I wasn't able to reply to the email so I was missing something. Um, if I had to give, give one complaint, I would say that sometimes um, your objectives aren't really laid out clearly. Other times it's perfect. It's very concise. Sometimes it's more ambiguous um, more towards the later end of the game. It's ambiguous of what they want you to do, I felt. but Yeah, no, I'd agree. There's, there's definitely, it's easy to 
forget what you're supposed to be doing and then it like you just don't know where to go from where you are or you think you've well, done everything but it yeah well like the game is all text based right all your like there's no dialogue it's all through text your e- it's emails text files and so just naturally at least for me i skim i just it's a skimming thing i'm not like really putting in the detail that i should be so and that's you know on me that i'm i might be skimming a detail or um so things like that so yeah one thing i loved the the game's got a great feature that you can start typing something and hit tab and it'll auto complete whatever you're looking to type which is beautiful it's awesome it helps you with the difficult file names um that are really like really long so it's a it's a really um what's the word i look for here it's really useful i know like um whenever you're breaking into firewalls you have to type in analyze a whole bunch and it's super useful to be able to yeah did you know you can also hit like the up arrow key to get your last used command. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, so like for analyze, you just type in analyze and then up, up, up enter, up, up. up, enter, up, enter. And That's like just cool. keep hitting anyways. There's, which is all stuff actually that you can do on a command line interface anyways. Like you would, like now, theoretically, you would be able to operate to a basic degree a command line interface on Windows better on Mac hmm. um, because on Windows, like the dir, dir, or whatever it was for your like MV for directory stuff, that those are actually Mac commands. So um, those are actually Mac commands. So you'd have, I think it's dir on Windows, dir, anyways. Um, but yeah, you could operate a basic command line now. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's. I believe this game was developed by one person. Is that correct? Yeah, mostly by one person. It's impressive. Um, I I find like it's, um, I don't know, like it's, the first half hour I didn't like it. I'll be honest. Um, but as soon as you were able to start accepting jobs and contracts and things like that. I kind of felt like I had a sense of purpose and I, yeah. and I was doing things and I was uh, unlocking new skill sets. And so I, the progression felt nice. The pacing felt uh, pretty nice. And um, I felt like I was well-equipped to handle most of the challenges that I faced. Um, and I knew, and then I, and you would also easily discover when you couldn't progress anymore because it's, you can't progress anymore. Um, so I was, I'm impressed that one person can have the passion to put all this together and, and the user interface itself. It's like, it's a very, it's a, I, I thought it looked quite sharp. Like it was, it was, it was nice to look at if that's what you're yeah. saying. But no, it's, it's well laid out. Like it makes you feel like a hacker without like just giving you a black and white command line prompt. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, one thing I, I think he probably could have added that I think would have been added a little bit more to it would maybe be like a um, an upgrade system or 
uh, purchasable user interfaces. Like, so when you complete contracts, you get some money, and either you can buy more RAM or buy like a different kind of user face. Like, there are ways. Yeah, that would have been cool. There are ways you can go around and like hack in and and steal interfaces, but I never felt really the need to do that because you always had to. I think you always had to reboot. To... You, uh, CSEC had a theme changer exe ah, miss, that miss, you could miss, run and change the themes. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. So, but, but I thought, like, yeah, it's one of those extra things that you kind of threw in there. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, because essentially, like, a lot of the the point of the game is like, okay, you got to hack into this computer. And it might have a firewall or a proxy. Uh, it's got a couple of ports that you need to hack into. And hacking or cracking or analyzing or whatever, again, it's not like, I would say, skill testing. It's just it's almost like time management, basically. So there's a lot of waiting involved. Sometimes there's a balance between um, like, the, like the enemy computer is tracing you back and you have to do things fast enough. You have to break in fast enough, and so it's knowing you know what ports you can run at the same time, um, and things of that nature. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, um, but it, like it, it's. I didn't mind that it was slow paced, and in, in, in the times that it was, because when it turned into a fast paced issue, uh, it was stressful. It was like really exciting. Like the last mission, was definitely a highlight for me because it really amps up the. The intensity and which and I would probably call Hacknet like a not very intense game for the most part so yeah no it's like it plays this dramatic music and you're like frantically typing in the commands and uh, it's like a it's a huge adrenaline rush yeah for what is essentially like you're typing in commands and waiting (laughs) yeah it's essentially yeah it makes you like the anticipation yeah of waiting it's it's great um another little nitpick um so when it when an enemy computer starts to trace you the counter always starts at i think it's 99 or 199 yeah right but the game um for the most part sticks with okay it's 99 seconds but then there are sometimes where it's like well it says 99 but it's really 180 seconds or it's five seconds or it's 60 seconds. And so I found it really that to be kind of frustrating. Mm, I could see that. Because, um, I mean, there's one contract where it goes from like 99 to zero, like in five seconds. And I think that contract is there to show you how to get out of a failed trace if that ever happens to you later on in the game. Yeah, I think um, it's supposed to be a bit of a joke. And, and for that purpose, yeah. Yeah. Like in game, it's supposed to be a bit of a joke. Right. So, but, um, it, it was kind of frustrating to me when I, when I thought, okay, I've got 99 seconds, um, you know, I, I don't really need to rush. And then I look down and like in 30 seconds, 80 seconds have passed. So, yeah, but again, that's a small little nitpick. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah. What were your thoughts on the story? Um, I mean, the story's not all that it's not all that intense until like the last little bit for most of the game. You're just doing these um, like one-off stories of all your different contracts, but the main story with bit, uh, it was, it was pretty interesting. Like um, 
it's basically they made something that they really shouldn't have, and it was way too powerful for its own good. Um, which, you know, it's it's kind of relevant. You think about um, like I've been looking into stuff um, just recently about like you can like with neural networks and stuff generate faces and like full images of people who don't exist Hmm. and like um i don't know it's one of those things where like technology can be scary yeah um so i thought like i think i did a pretty decent job yeah how about you um i like i liked it um i I'm not sure. Maybe I'm like misinterpreting, but like, Bit is a character that you introduce at the very start. He kind of works you through the tutorial missions, but it's heavily implied that he is dead right oh, yeah. off the beginning. And so they kind of do this like reveal almost at the end where it you confirm that he is dead. And it, I don't know if it was supposed to be like emotional or impactful. Um, I mean, it's tragic in a sense, but not because I cared necessarily about bit as a character and so i wish they would have done a little bit more towards maybe the ambiguity of his being alive or dead at the start of the game maybe giving us some files of his to read through to learn more about him Hmm. um, as a person um because he's basically there for 20 minutes and then he comes back in the end um in name only at in all that time so um, i mean he does say like if you're reading this i'm already dead yeah which, which is, I don't know, I, I maybe you didn't really believe it. No, I guess I did, but I guess it's like it's kind of cliche. And then like yeah, and then so like, but a big part of the last act of the game is you trying to figure out what happened to him, right? But you already know he's yeah. dead. That was yeah. No, no it's yeah. A, it's one of those kind of things where like if you were you had player input, right? You could have told the other guy, yeah, he's dead. Yeah very true so yeah but i i i liked that the the bad guy wasn't like comic book villain bad it was basically he the president of the company that's developing this program that's going to allow hackers to have greater access which just happens to be the program that you're using um they're developing this program so that you will purchase their security software um, that will defend against it. Yeah. Um, so, um, anyways, they realize that Bit, who is contributing to the program, um, is basically gone rogue and is trying to expose and destroy it, the program. And so they hire this shady guy to um, take care of him, I believe were the words that were used. Yeah. Um, and so the shady company guy hires a hitman to kill Bit. The president says, whoa, whoa, I didn't want to kill him. That's crazy. Like, I just wanted you to rough him up or something. And says, oh, too bad. Can't take it back. And, like, you see the president try and take it back and, and do things to try and rectify the situation. But it's too late and Bit dies. And so I thought that was kind of, I like that it wasn't, like, like he's still val like the bad guy still is like valuing human life, and was really yeah. disturbed by what happened. It was almost a mistake. Oh, absolutely, absolutely for sure. So, yeah, 
which adds a little bit of, like a layer of tragedy but i again i didn't really care i didn't feel tragic for bit as a character i just kind of felt tragic for a person right like this unnamed person that died yeah. for no reason almost no i can agree with that yeah so yeah but one of um at the end of the game like you break into the bad guy's server you destroy all copies of the program but then bit um has you do one last task of destroying what um he i think it's called port hack's heart yeah um and uh, that is like a, a custom program i think if i'm understanding correctly that bit made to help the hacknet program and yeah. um well whenever you use port hack i think it's implied that it's using that ah i see that makes sense um and so like that's that's the last thing you do in the game is destroy port hack thought heart or whatever and it was very like very artistic mm-hmm. sequence because it's basically it's like this i don't know 3d hexagon i don't know what you'd call that um and it's made up of lines and spins around and then you kill it and it kind of um the lines all go a bit crazy and it speeds up and spins around and then one by one by one all the lines disappear and then like they kind of added like a little heartbeat effect mm-hmm. to that um effect um and it was really impactful I'm like this is very I, f- I found it to be like ah this is art this is very artistic it's it and made me feel an emotion of like sorrow in a way it's like this computer program and the way that it's animated again because the rest of the game is like text-based it's like this is a it's something different that's resonating an emotion within me mm-hmm. yeah no it was definitely like probably one of the more impact like emotionally impactful moments yeah Did you play Point Clicker? Uh, I managed to underflow my score. <gasps> you so cheated? I had like, yeah. I didn't even think to do that. Yeah, I don't think I thought of it at first, but there's a Steam achievement for doing ah, it. Ah, I see, I see. And like there's other, like you can change, like you can get millions of clickers and all that kind of stuff. And That's funny. Like... It's so cool because, like, the system that he, like, built, you can pretty much hack into anything. Like, you can hack into the mail server and read everyone else's mail. You can? Yep. The Jmail server? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I never tried that. Yeah. And, like, you can hack into CSEC and read stuff. And, like, you can go into the con- the KFC knockoff and change its... Yep. That was fun. Change its text to whatever you want and... Um, I I never tried it, but if I don't remove logs on a computer and I do something nefarious, does that ever come back to haunt you? Do you know? Um, only, pretty much only nakes, like when you get hacked. Gotcha. So like, it's one of those things where, um, it's kind of a hollow threat. Gotcha. It's interesting. I actually played, um... I played the DLC for this game because I had it mm-hmm. um, and I hadn't played it before. And I covered my track so well that I actually missed out on a chunk of the DLC. Really? Yeah. Interesting. 
because there's a section where like the same thing's supposed to happen um but then it's actually like your computer like this computer that gets hacked like your the computer you're running hacknet on gets hacked and you have to go into your own like your own file explorer and delete a certain file hmm. that the game puts there interesting like all on your computer yeah like your your actual computer that's really cool yeah which i've only ever seen like one or two other games yeah, do i've heard of that a couple of times but yeah because that's very complex <laughs> yeah in a way yeah interesting so yeah no the dlc was kind of cool it had like you're kind of working in a team there are a lot of like really difficult missions um it had another like high intensity final mission but like overall it was kind of like more of the same um but not in a bad way i'd say yeah i i yeah i really liked hacknet i i liked i liked like the contract little like oh here's the list of contracts choose the ones you want and some of them are hard some of them are not um but you know do what you want at your own pace mhm um, I liked like the mystery at the end, like um, expanding your network to be able to find a, a a server that's not protected enough and breaking in that way. So yeah, um, you made a great suggestion to me at the start, which was take notes, and so I did did take a lot of notes, um, and that was very helpful for remembering passwords, IP addresses, commands, files, yeah. things like that. So oh, good. Yeah. It was yeah. fun. It felt like work, but in a fun way. <laughs> so, it was. Uh, it's. I felt it was very empowering feeling. I think that's the the thing that I would feel like it was a bit of a power trip. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know. At least for like. I don't know. Like I, I felt it was very, yeah, like empowered, like a power fantasy kind of for hacking. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Like the the. I would say like the the. I don't know if I want to call it the theme, but the game tries, or the characters in the game are all hackers, right? And they're essentially saying, we're hackers, but we have a code. And, like, we have rules and, 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 th- and guidelines and things that we will do, things we won't do. Um, yeah. And I thought that was pretty interesting because it's kind of like almost giving... I, I think when you say the term hacker, like it's like a nefarious person. Um, yeah, there's a negative connotation. Yeah, exactly. And so it was interesting, like that they called that back, and you know, um, like Nakes, he's a nefarious hacker that this company that you're working for wants, or this group wants stopped. But I mean, you do things for the company um, that are morally morally object- objectionable. Um, in fact, yeah. even one of the missions allows you to choose yes or no if you want to do it or not. Um, and so it's like even even though like you're supposed to be doing things for the greater good, like there are, are definitely ambiguities because some of the clients are anonymous. You don't know why you're doing exactly what you're doing all the time. And so it's yeah. like it's almost like a not quite hypocrisy, but it's like, you know, um, we're not being nefarious, but we're also not being fully accountable for what we are doing it's definitely not like within legal boundaries most of the stuff you do yes for sure 
So like changing people's degrees and stuff like that. <laughs> Medical information, like that's very much a breach of yep. law. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah. So Graham, would you recommend Hacknet? Absolutely. Um I'd probably give it a Yukiko for me. Ooh, up there. Um Yeah. yeah. Um it's uh it's a nice short, what five to six hour game. More yeah. to get, you'll see. It's what twenty bucks. You, uh fifteen. Like, yeah, that's. I think that's fair. Like you gifted it to me, so I didn't actually pay for it. But um, yeah, no, that's. I I would say that's even twenty bucks. I would say is worth it. Maybe if they bundle in the DLC there for you. So, um. Yeah, I like Yukiko. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a Yukiko. So, uh, in the sense of like, um, you were trying to figure out what you want to do, but you stick to your sense of duty and what is right. And I would, I would play this game on Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, um, any final comments, Graham? Um. I guess one little thing that I wanted to mention is that, like, if you you can break into Nick's, the guy who hacks you, you can break into his computer and delete his file, Which like his interface. Which yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he sends you an email back being like, you're a jerk. Um, but you can actually keep, like, emailing him and stuff. Yeah, he gives you jobs, doesn't he? Yeah, he gives you, there's a whole other message board. Um, that you can get to before CSEC. So I th- I understood it as like being in in lieu of CSEC, but I guess it's uh, other stuff. No, it it's like the because there's the first board you get entropy, entropy, and then CSEC. This one's like the anti replaces entropy. Gotcha. It's like the anti entropy. Interesting. That's yeah. cool that they give you a little bit of player choice. Yeah, it was nice to do on like a second playthrough. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I think that's that's about it. Yeah. Um, great. Well, Graham. It's time, I think. It is. It's um, The sun's up late. It, my air conditioners are installed. Um, I'm having to put away my sweaters and my jeans and bust out shorts and T-shirts. It's summertime. And we know what that means. <laughs> more video games <laughs> stay Basically. indoors put the ac <laughs> on and escape to the world of nintendo it's so nice outside so we're gonna spend all of our time inside feverishly playing 40 hour long games so that we can review them yeah oh <laughs> uh, man so we are once again entering the summer of Nintendo, but we're expanding it this year a little bit. Last year we did five Nintendo games. Uh, this year we're up to... Is it eight? I think so. I just had them open. Um, basically for all of June, July, August, and the first weekend or weekend September, um, we're doing reviews on Nintendo games. So we got... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven. So we're hitting seven by, games. by two. Um, we're hitting almost every franchise. Um, every major franchise. We're missing a couple. Ones I've never played before, so I'll have to do that next year. Um, like Metroid. 
uh, isn't on there, unfortunately. I've never yeah, played we a should Metroid do, game. But we should do Super Metroid sometime. Absolutely. Um, so we're really excited. This has been in the works for a long time. Um, uh, in regards to what games are we going to play, how many we're going to do, um, what's feasible. So, um, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. I think we're good to announce in the lineup. Right, Graham? Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah. So uh, we're going to start off with a classic, or our, our one day to be classic, um, Mario Odyssey, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't realize is, what, almost two years old, year and a half now? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Flies. Yeah. Flies. I guess the Switch is two years old now. Yeah. Wow. It's a little, little weird. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Um, following that, we're going to be playing Let's Go Pikachu, or Let's Go Pikachu, um, which came out last fall. Um, so I've finished that, Graham. I think you're playing that right now. Yep. Um, then we're hitting the 3DS with Fire Emblem Awakening, um, which is a 2013 release. I have never played a Fire Emblem game before. Um, so this one comes recommended from Graham. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what to expect at all. So I'm excited. Um, then we're throwing it back uh, about a decade, and we're playing Donkey Kong Returns um, for the Wii slash Wii U. Um, I think there's also a version on the DS or 3DS. If I remember yeah, they right. remade it on 3DS. Yeah, um, I think we're just gonna be playing it on Wii. We're gonna try and get some co-op matches in as well um, to see how that plays out. I'm a I'm a huge fan of Donkey Kong Country. Um, like okay. that was huge for my childhood. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Um, so I'm interested to see what this is. Uh, I will admit I played a little bit of Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, about half, okay. about half hours worth, and I didn't love it. But maybe I didn't give it enough time. Probably did not. Um, because like with Hacknet, I gave it a half hour. wasn't really feeling it. But yeah, sometimes games take a little while. Yeah, you know, you guys dive in. So. Um, following Donkey Kong, we're going to be playing Kirby's Epic Yarn, which I think is also a 2010 game. Yep. I've never played a Kirby game before, so that'll be interesting. Um, this is a gentle introduction. Okay, cool, cool. It's co-op also, right? Yep. Awesome. Yeah. I guess this... Did this game... What started, like, the Nintendo craft game? Like, you have Super... I guess it would be Super Paper Mario. This one... Paper Mario, right? Oh, well, I guess yeah, Paper Mario on the N sixty four. Then you got keep, then you got a couple of those games. Then you've got Kirby's Epic Yarn. Now you've got Woolly Woolly World. Yoshi's Woolly World. Yeah. And then Who's next? There's now another there was another Yoshi craft game. Yoshi's right. Crafted World. Right, right. Soon to be like like Falco's Super Glue <laughs> Starfight. <laughs> <laughs> uh then after Kirby's Epic Yarn uh, yarn, yarn. Um, we're gonna dive into S- Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, um, which I'm actually, I'm really glad I am doing this. I've started playing through now um, because it seems like a huge game to cover, kind of all the bases, and also it's pretty it's hefty. Just, it's just fun, so why wouldn't you play it? Um, I think we're gonna like that one. If I if I were a betting man. And uh, last but not least, we're going to wrap it up um, with Legend of Zelda, The Legend of Zelda, Twilight Princess. Um, Have you played that one? So, (laughs) I started. um, Okay. 
I was going through a couple of the Legend of Zelda games way back when, um, and I so I probably got about f- six hours in, and like I've tried I tried once to go back and it's just like what am I doing? So I think I do have to um, restart, yeah. which is too bad because it's a long intro I know, but I've heard nothing about amazing things. So, okay. Um, yeah, it's there's a lot of Zelda games I haven't played, so we're trying to rectify that. Like I still haven't played Skyward Sword. Um, a lot of the DS ones I haven't played. I haven't played any of the originals, so. But. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, for sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the summer Nintendo. So first episode June 10th. Last episode September 2nd. Um, I I don't want to make any promises, but I'm going to try and do a specialized theme song, that is not breaking any copyright laws. <laughs> Okay. So, uh, I've been thinking about it for a while, and I figure I might try and actually get it done. So, uh, tune in next time to hear all about that. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. We so appreciate um, you tuning in uh, wherever you are listening from. Uh, Please uh, subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you'd like to follow us on social media, as always, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If any of those things tickle your fancy. Um, other than that, thanks again. Tell your friends. See you next week. Good night. Thank you very much for watching. For watching. It's not a video. Not yet. No. Maybe one day. Maybe, maybe one day. But for now, it's purely an audio format. Yeah, you don't want to look at us. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everybody.